Vera Payne. The job search market is a competitive place today, with more and more job seekers entering the field at a rapid rate due to either being laid off or resigning. This means your job search strategy needs to be updated constantly to keep you ahead of the competition. Executive producer and host of the Who You Know job networking show, Trevor Houston, explains how to search and increase your chances during this time. Thanks for joining me, Trevor. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So people are used to preparing their resume when they're hunting for a new job. And now there's so much more to do than just filling out a resume. So what are some of these things that people have to do to prepare for the job hunt? Oh, my goodness. That is such a good question. And you're right. Like, there are so many things that job seekers are having to do besides just the resume. They've got to get their social media and LinkedIn profile and all these different things. But the number one thing I think because of how challenging it is, I think mindset, right? Get get your mindset in the right position and, and understand that it's, it may not happen like overnight because a lot of times I see job seekers, they get in, they hop into this job search and they think, oh, it'll, it'll be, you know, a couple of weeks, maybe a month. And the next thing you know, it's taken six months, nine months, a year, right? So prepare yourself and really evaluate your financial runway so that you can determine, do you have enough bandwidth? Do you have enough runway to hire a career coach to help you navigate all of this stuff? Or do you need to do it on your own? Like the DIY, the do-it-yourself stuff, do you need to figure it out on your own? And so it's really just determining the two. Do, do I need to hire somebody or can I do it on my own? Can I afford to do that? What does that picture look like? So that's kind of where I would start because there's just so much to it. It's so deep. And you're right about it being deep. My sister was looking for a job a couple months ago, and she actually got burnt out from it. And she stopped looking mm. recently because of that. She was applying for jobs, I think, three times a day, and she was doing it like two or three times a week. And one of the things that really made her, I guess, look bad as an applicant is that she didn't have social media. So she was kind of starting from the ground up of, oh, I'm doing my resume, I'm filling out these mm. applications, and she's trying to get her social media up to par. Are these common challenges that people go through? Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. So you got to think about it. And I, I don't know about your, your sister's situation, but, you know, for most people, when they're working, you know, they got their head down. They're not worried about their LinkedIn profile and all that kind of stuff. They're, they're sitting behind a cubicle somewhere, you know, doing their job, whatever it is that they do, right? And they're not networking. They're not, you know, doing any kind of personal branding. They're not doing their LinkedIn profile. That's, that's not something they're thinking about while they're working. And all of that stuff is directly related to their job search when they get let go, fired, furloughed, whenever they start to search for that new job, that new career path, all of a sudden they're a fish out of water and they're, they're like, oh my gosh, they start to realize, okay, it's not just a resume. I got all this stuff to do, and they get overwhelmed. They get There's so much anxiety and, and, and fear and pain, and they, they really start to feel it. And like you said with your sister, she got overwhelmed, and that's unfortunate because that happens a lot. And that's why I said the number one thing is mindset. We got to get you in the right frame of mind to tackle this big project. Because it's a massive overtaking, a massive project, the job search. Now, I was trying to help my sister, so I really wasn't sure what to do to help her. So I was asking coworkers and I was asking my bosses, like, hey, what could she possibly do with her resume? How could she fix it up? 
And one of my bosses told me, and I don't know if it's based on industry, so I'm hoping you can give me the answer, that there's an AI that actually goes through the resumes before they even touch the hiring manager's hands. Is this true? Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many different technologies and AIs and algorithms that are scanning these resumes. And and here's the deal, too. There's a lot of tech companies right now trying to solve this problem, by the way. Like, this is a huge problem, the job search where I apply online, the computer scans for keywords, the ATS, you know, and scans it and, and separates it in their system. And, and if your keywords aren't just right, you can forget about it. So essentially what you're doing is you're playing Scrabble with the computer, trying to jam all these keywords in there and trying to get your resume through so that a human will actually see it. Well, it's a big problem. The the job search has been dehumanized. They took the human element out. And there's a lot of tech companies right now on the other side because they see this problem. They're trying to create technology to solve that problem. And I think it's just going around in circles. I feel like technology is part of the problem. Yeah, and it's it's unfortunate. We need the human element. We need people in this because at the end of the day, people hire people, right? The computers don't. Right. So in a way, do you think that these changes using computers and AIs and all these little systems and programs to go through resumes, that, that it's a form of bias at this point? I, I definitely think so. I mean, it's definitely bias, right? Because you're so much more valuable than the words on your resume. Think about that. Like, you could never put me on two pieces of paper. Not going to happen. My value, my skill, my knowledge, everything that I can do, you know, my potential, you can't put that on two pieces of paper. It's just not possible. That's why they bring you in for an interview in the first place. Why do they interview people? Otherwise, they would just look at that resume. The the computer would say, ding, here's a match. And they would just hire you. They'd send you an offer letter, right? But I promise you we haven't gotten there yet because it will never work. People need to hire people, right? And so, yeah, there is a lot of bias. There's ageism. Oh, my goodness. The market that I serve, oh, man, they're feeling like they're feeling the ageism, okay? So definitely there's there's a lot of bias. And I like what you said about the the human aspect of it. And I I couldn't help but think, is that why social media is so important? Because in your social media, whichever platform you decide to use, you can put your personality, your skills, your performances and your awards on there. So at least it's kind of (laughs) human-ish. I mean, is that why social media is so important when doing your job hunting? Absolutely. It it gives me an idea when I can go look at your social media. It gives me an idea of who you are as a person. And so, like, think about this. I'll, I'll give you an example. And, and you should know this, too, because of your show and how you run things. So I'm the host of the Who You Know Job Networking Show. And I have a lot of people that, you know, want to come on to my show. And I have a process and an onboarding process for that. And they fill out an application so that I can get an understanding of who they are. Right. It's kind of a vetting process. And as they're coming through and they're filling out the form and I go look at the form and, you know, from that form, I can get a general idea. Right. But I still don't know. I'm like, you know what? I got to look at their profile real quick. The first thing I'm looking for is video. I'm looking for video because I want to know, is this person dry? 
Is this person going to be able to carry an interview? Right? They may have the content I need, but what about the person? Are they going to be exciting when I interview them? Things like that, right? And so I got to look for the human element, and I'm going to get that information from their social. And when I go to their social, if I don't see any of that, it's a red flag. I'm like, they may not have what it takes to, to be a good guest on my show. Right. So in your opinion, with job hunting, what is the best social media site to focus on? Definitely LinkedIn, for sure. For job search, you know, you need to focus on LinkedIn because it is a professional networking job platform, right? And so I would spend the most time optimizing your profile on LinkedIn. And from there, there are some other ones, other sites that I might check out, like like Clubhouse, actually, which is an audio-only platform that is launched about a year ago. But there's a lot of networking happening there, so that might be a good one to check out. But definitely LinkedIn. If you're not on LinkedIn, you're doing yourself a disservice to your job search. It's just going to take you longer. Now, way, way back in the day, one of the best ways to get a job was networking. But now you have to go through an AI wall. Is networking even a thing to find a new job like these days? That's even more important because of this wall, right? Because of this roadblock that's scanning for keywords and all of that, right? These algorithms. You have to get people involved. You have to get humans because humans can override the computer. Okay. As a matter of fact, when you talk to a recruiter or you talk to a hiring manager or whatever, they're going to tell you, go online and apply, right? You're going to apply and your resume is going to go in the black hole is what I call it. It's it's going to go in the abyss, (laughs) right? And then you need to reach back out to them and they will look it up, right? And they'll be able to search it and find it. But if you don't get people involved, right, you're just going to get those canned emails that say, thanks, but no thanks you know, the canned responses, you may get nothing, you may get zero response after you spend all that time applying online. And so you have to get people involved so they can pull it out of the trash where it is in the black hole <laughs> and and actually look at it, you know, and networking is, is vital to the job search. Now, I know there are people out there who think networking is really difficult to do. And I know if you're not used to it, it is kind of difficult. But what do you suggest would be a great way to network if you haven't tried it? That is a phenomenal question. I love this question. So it all boils down to visibility, right? We got to get the word out. But how do you do it in the easiest, most non intrusive way? Right, because people think about it and they're like, "Well, I got all these contacts in my phone, I got all this, I got all this, uh, uh, these people I know." But I, I mean, if I just reach out to them, that's kind of awkward. Like, I don't know how to do this. Well, what I recommend is by creating a little short video, okay, forty-five seconds, right, a little short video about what you do, the value you bring to the table, the problem you solve for the company the industry you're looking to search in, maybe a couple of target companies. Hey, I'm looking at Coca-Cola and, and, and I'm looking at, you know, Toyota, right? A couple of target companies. And you put this in a little 45-second video. And then that can be shared. And all you're asking for is feedback or, you know, possibly like, hey, can you, can you point me in the right direction? 
do, do you know anyone at Toyota or Coca-Cola, right? And so now you're just asking for feedback instead of, you know, bugging people and asking for their time, right? Um, and it's a lot more, like I said, a lot more less intrusive way of doing it. And it's scalable because you can, that video could get thousands and hundreds of thousands of views if you use it and you can pl- uh, post that all over social media. Now, I know we spoke about LinkedIn, but are there any other networking uh, social media sites or even a website or forum that people can go to? Yeah, definitely. I, I was mentioned earlier Clubhouse. It is a new, uh, fairly new, it came out about a year ago during the middle of the pandemic and stuff, and uh, it's an audio-only uh, platform, okay? And so it's similar, like, if you can imagine, for those that aren't familiar with Clubhouse, if you can imagine a live podcast, okay? And it's saying kind of, that might sound kind of weird, but think about a room with, you know, 500 people in it. And in that room, there's, you know, maybe 20 people up on a stage, you know, talking and having a conversation. Well, you can enter that room, you can you can walk into that room, and then you could even have the opportunity to raise your hand to get lifted up onto the stage. And so if you get the opportunity to get on stage, you can, you know, add value to that room. You can, you can tell them what you're looking for, what you're searching for, target companies, and you've got the visibility of 500 people in this room who can all of a sudden open opportunities for you. So I highly encourage that Clubhouse app. If used correctly, it can be a game changer. You know, I totally forgot about this with my sister. One of the grievances that she had, and I thought it was a weird one, a person had told her that she needed to update her profile pictures. And she was kind of miffed about it because she said, at what point is my abilities and skills going to come into play that people are more worried about her LinkedIn page and how it's not updated? Is that strange? Or it, should you be updating your profile pictures? I empathize with what your sister is talking about, right? You know, I had another gentleman, he said it's like a popularity contest, you know, the more views and the more likes I'm getting. And it's like, you know, it's almost like a popularity contest with social media. If you're not big on social media, it's like, what about the actual skills that I have? Are those not valuable? Right. But I empathize with that, that way and that frame of thinking. But here's what I'll say to that. I want you to think for just a second about McDonald's. Okay. Now, McDonald's. Do they make the best hamburger in the world? No. <laughs> no. Okay. But why do they sell more hamburgers than anyone else? It's good cheap food when you're drunk. <laughs> well, good cheap food. All right. I like where you're at. Well, they're actually the master of marketing, okay? They are the absolute master at it. Think about, you know, you could probably sing their jingle. Da 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 da. Okay, this isn't a McDonald's commercial, but think about it. They are the master and they've always been it. So they're they're the most visible, they're on every corner. You know what the golden arches are when you see it and and you're driving down the highway, you know exactly what you're going to get, right? So no, they're not the best hamburger, but they are the most visible most recognizable, best branded hamburger on the market, right? Yeah. And so for a job seeker, it's the same thing. Grant Cardone once said, if nobody knows you, then nobody flows you, okay? Meaning cash flow. So if no one knows you exist and your resume is in the black hole, right? 
you're not going to get the job. But if you're the most branded, you've got the most social media presence, you, people are aware of you, no one can make a decision on you until they know what you do. It's the first step of marketing is awareness. So we need to bring awareness. You need to come to market. Like you are for sale now in a way, right? Like you got to get a company to buy you, to buy your services, and you need the world to know you exist. And that's the problem for most job seekers is understanding that part of it is like, wow, I have to come to market because I'm in competition with the world now, especially because of COVID. I'm literally in competition with the entire world. There's somebody from another country trying to take the job that is right across the street from me, right? So you got to come to market and you've got to brand yourself and you got to do a good job on it online. So I love that question. Phenomenal question. And you're right. I didn't think of that. You know, you got to market yourself. You have to put yourself out there a little bit differently from everybody else so people can see what kind of package that they're getting, especially if you're looking for a job that's, you know, six figures or more. You definitely have to be like, these are the reasons why you want me is because of mm. ABC and you can see it all here. One hundred percent. You said it. And, you know, I, I love what you said. Like, let, Let's say that company is a $100,000 per year salary, okay? Well, the average tenure on a job nowadays is three to four years, wow. okay? So so that's actually three to $400,000. And then with bonuses and all that other and, and benefits and all of that, that company, when they, when they give you that offer letter, they're signing for half a million dollars, yeah. okay? I don't know if you've ever watched Shark Tank, okay? So they go in the shark and they're pitching a deal. Well, if you're going to pitch a half a million dollar deal, you better come correct. That's true. Okay. You better, you better have an offer. Right. And, and these job seekers, they don't see it that way. They're like, I'm just trying to get a job. Well, they're signing for a half a million dollars. When that company gives you that, you better come correct. I like that. Cause I didn't think of it like that. You're right. They're, they're coming in with big money. You got to look pretty big to match it. You got to think about what is your competition doing? What are they doing? Right. And you don't know. Your competition probably looks good. Just think about that. What is your competition doing? And you need to need to come correct. I mean, I see people all the time, you know, on these Zooms. They're doing Zoom interviews, and their background looks sloppy, and, you know, the lighting isn't right. I'm like, listen, we've been in, you know, post-COVID, you know, uh, environment for a while. You know, where's your where's your professional camera, microphone, lighting, background? Like, come correct. Don't don't come to the job interview. That, that would be like walking into a real live job interview in your PJs, right? No, you're right. Yeah, it's not going to work here. Not going to work. <laughs> nope, it wouldn't. Right. I'd be polite and then say, throw that resume out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's like, you know, just. Just think about how you look, how you appear, how you sound, what, what's your background look like, what does your social media presence look like. Understand that you're always, like, you're always on stage now. You know what I mean? You're, you got to sell yourself. You're always on stage. When, even when you're at the grocery store and you're, you're doing grocery shopping, like, you never know who can open that opportunity for you. It could be the, the person standing beside you in, in the line. Right. You never know where that opportunity is going to come from. And it and we've seen that multiple times. People have gotten jobs from just bumping into people, you know. 
Well, Trevor, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking time out from your day for, to talk with me. For those listening, where can they find more information about you? Absolutely. Definitely come connect with me on LinkedIn, Trevor Houston, like the city, H-O-U-S-T-O-N. Come connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you need help or guidance with your LinkedIn profile, I have a free LinkedIn optimization checklist, okay, that'll help you to navigate that and make sure it's looking, you know, the way it should be and that it can actually convert into opportunities for your job search. So if you're, you're, you know, you need some help with your LinkedIn, come connect with me. It's free. And then you can also find me at whoyouknow.show. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to hear more? Head to WGNRadio.com for exclusive content by Mason. Also, follow Mason on Facebook and Twitter at Mason Vera Payne. That's all one word. And don't forget to share the show with your friends.